What's up, CrossFit Wilsonville? This is Coach Will. It is February 27th, 2020. And by the way, it's two days to my birthday, so feel free to um, drop off all the uh, birthday presents here at the gym. You can drop them off in Janessa's uh, office cubby here up front. It's all good, you know. Just kidding. All right, so uh, I'm going to start today off, though, with a little tidbit from our first quasi-sponsor, local business here. Um, and that's going to be Dr. K. Dr. K is located um, in our gym here at CrossFit Wilsonville. Her practice is called Jim Call, Jim Call Chiropractic and Functional Medicine. Um, so if you're looking to optimize your health and nutrition, check out our sponsor, Dr. K. Uh, she helps athletes and active individuals tackle their goals to get their gym, train, and recovery better or even run a 5k or a marathon by treating chronic illness, chronic injuries, and optimized nutrition. If something with your health is holding you back from meeting your goals, Dr. K might be able to help you. She uses functional medicine to take a whole body systems-based approach and creates treatment guidelines with her patient's input. Together, you'll create a nutrition, stress and mindset, exercise, rest, and social relationship plan. You can even create preventative and thriving plans. Uh, you can find Dr. K at jimcall.com. Uh, She's also offering our listeners 10% off on a 30-day reset and ebook to help you get started with your nutrition and making small changes to your lifestyle today. You can use the code CFW, capital letters, followed by 1010. So that's CFW, capital letters, 10, and grab your copy at jimcall.com slash 30-day reset. All right, cool. Thank you, Dr. K, for that. And today I have Coach Dave. What's up? Here with me. What's up, Coach Dave? Can you hear me? I think so. Okay. The right. earphones I have on aren't as good as I've had in the past, so the volume's a little low for me. But Get better earphones. Anyway, uh, I have a six-pack of questions for Coach Dave. It's Will's six-pack before noon. Six-pack before decided, noon. That's what we uh, decided to call it. Don't think that's healthy, but... We're going to do it anyway. But it's funny. So it, it's funny. It's all that matters. So we're going to try and uh, keep these short and sweet. We're kind of banging the same drum here with our new programs. And I'm going to ask uh, Coach Dave about some of the programs that he is behind here at CrossFit Wilsonville. Uh, so the first question I have for Dave is, what is the CrossFit Wilsonville Compete program? That is um, a program um, for anyone that wants to, uh, you know, explore uh, CrossFit as a sport. So, um, you know, the main gym takes a more uh, health and wellness kind of an approach with all the, the training and the workouts. And this is more um, sport specific. So, you know, the Northwest Fit Games events and uh, all the other CrossFit competitions that people love to do. This is uh, more focused on getting you prepared and better at that. Perfect. So, uh, well, the second question, you kind of answered a little bit, but who is this for? What kind of athlete are we talking about? Um, do I have to compete or maybe if I had some different goals or maybe I just want um, a little more volume or something like that? So who's this for? Um, I, I would say it's for a, a pretty wide swath of people. Um, I mean, I, I think primarily you have to have a desire, um, you know, to get better. Uh, what's the matter? You're good. 
You sure? Yeah. I'm just making sure the red light's on. Oh, red, the red, you could ask me. Red light is on. Yeah, we'll, got, we'll start messing with the microphone. And these are just not good. These earphones aren't good. Go ahead. Let me get you better microphones or earphones. Um, <clears throat> got these off the airplane. Those? Yeah. Those are airplane microphones. Yeah. Or See, earphones. Alaska Airlines. Oh, dude, that's <laughs> that's so ghetto. Yeah, that's it's awesome. It's really ghetto. I couldn't find my other ones. So I got this. And they plug in? They're like they a do. normal plug? They're in. Yeah. That's fascinating. Alaska Airlines is upgrading. The last ones we got were like the two big, you know, round plastic plugs oh, that yeah, go yeah, into yeah. the yeah. Yep. Huh. So who's this thing for? All right. <laughs> no more Sorry. no no more talking about yeah. your headphones. Yeah. Uh, it's for um you know, like I said, anybody that wants to get better at the sport, I think that's the primary focus. I think folks that need a little more um, than what they get in normal class, and there's plenty of those, I think this is a really constructive way to, rather than kind of mindlessly doing more volume, um, to uh, to like have some structure to it, have some thought behind it, have some planning in it um, so that you actually get better. Um, and it's... Uh, you know, it make you a little more well-rounded athlete, make it a little more recoverable for you. Um, I think that's actually one of my like goals for this is those folks that do want more um, to provide a context for them to get it in the best possible way. I see a lot of mindless, like I'm just going to go run 10 miles for no reason. Yeah. Um, you know, time can be spent better. Like not that running's bad. I don't want to say that, but like if you, if you do want to get better, if you do want more, this is a really constructive way to achieve that. Awesome. And I don't think you have to specifically be competing now um, to fit into this. You know, maybe you just aspire to do it. Um, maybe you have like specific goals around certain skills and you need to spend more time doing that stuff. Um, this would allow you, you know, a structured way to get better at that, whether it's gymnastics or weightlifting or just yeah. whatever the case may be. Awesome. Uh, maybe you want to add to that. Um, so what about coaching? How much coaching do I get? Uh, how does that work? Um, so uh, you'll get a lot of it, <laughs> actually. Um, uh, hopefully um, a little more than you get in the main gym. Um, we're trying to, like on a weekly basis, kind of personalize program for people. Um, and that includes... Uh, scaling stuff, um, and getting kind of correct stimulus and correct amount of volume, um, for each individual, um, as well as for some folks need uh, more stuff added in, um, just right. to get what they need. So there's both sides of that coin, um, that we're doing. I personally will be here multiple times a day, like kind of supervising training times. Um, and I'm encouraging folks to be here when I'm here as much as possible. Um, but if you can't, um, if you need to come in at an off time or something, you still have that flexibility to do it. Awesome. And I will be available as well yeah. um, to help athletes. Um, I'm here in the mornings a lot. So if you're a morning athlete, 5 o'clock, 5.15, I'll be here. Uh, let's see. Moving on to uh, number three and another thing that uh, Dave is heading up here. What is the uh, additional Olympic lifting programs? Um and how are those going to work? There's a two-day, right, and then a week, uh, you know, five-day program. Yeah, yeah. So here's how I'm, like, getting my head around it. First of all, like, I'm super excited about this. I wanted to do, like, uh, dedicated Olympic lifting programs in here for a long time, and I'm just really stoked that we're finally doing it. 
um, there's going to be um, a five day a week weightlifting program that's kind of all inclusive. It's going to have, um, you know, tons of technique work, um, barbell complexes, um, all your strength building lifts. We're going to squat two days a week, um, as well as a bunch of, uh, added in, um, you know, midline and stability work that you need to be good at, uh, at weightlifting. The full five day a week program is written and designed for somebody that doesn't want to CrossFit. Gotcha. So for those folks that, um, that just want to be able to come in and lift every day, that full program is for them. Um, the other, we're kind of, um, I'm calling in a supplemental program. That's for folks that want to, um, that want to continue CrossFitting their normal schedule, but want some additional weightlifting work to do on top. Um, and I'm viewing that as like kind of on a case by case basis. I think two or three days a week is probably um, a good um, amount for someone, but I think it is really dependent on what the, uh, what you can recover from um, as an individual. So um, the folks that I have kind of on ramping with that now, <clears throat> I'm coaching them to do it two days a week and see how they feel. Gotcha. Um, and also uh, we're trying to be kind of strategic at you know, integrating it with what's going on in the class. Like I don't want them squatting twice in the same day as an obvious example. So making adjustments of that. And, um, we're pulling from that, the, the supplemental program will pull from the five day program. Gotcha. So it won't, we won't be reinventing the wheel for that. We'll just be pulling from it appropriate volume amounts. Awesome. So just to reiterate, uh, if my concern with doing an additional, like the two or three day a week, is like scheduling, like when do I do my holy workout uh, on top of my CrossFit too? Uh, you're going to be there to help us yes. kind of sift through that and make a schedule for us. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And some folks want to do it at a separate time. Like they yeah. want to come in, um, you know, just at a completely separate time and just lift and then come back and do the class Metcon. Gotcha. And um, other folks want to, um, you know, come in, do the class and lift either before or after the CrossFit class. And I think both of those are fine. They just require a little tweaking for the individual. Right. Once once again, it's just making it recoverable. Cool. Uh, We kind of maybe touched on it, but number four. uh, So who are these two programs for? So let's start with the five day program though. Like let's reiterate what a full-time Olympic lifter really is looking for and what they're going to see. Um, so I, the full-time program is probably going to be about 90 minutes a day. Um, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be a lot of time getting stronger. Um, and it's going to be a lot of time working on technique for snatch and clean and jerk. Um, all the auxiliaries, all the, um, everything is kind of focused on getting you better at snatch and clean and jerk. Um, I would love someday for us to have like a, um, a competitive weightlifting yeah. team where we go to local events together. Sure. Um, super fun. Um, but right now just kind of a, a desire to, uh, get better at, at snatch and clean and jerk, a desire to get stronger and, um, really wanting that to be your focus. Awesome. Um, the supplemental program is for, is for folks that, I mean, there's so many people in the gym, I think that just want to get better at weightlifting and you don't get better at weightlifting unless you spend time weightlifting. Absolutely. So just the class programming, um, is really not going to get you the reps that you need on a consistent basis to get better at the movements. 
and you don't have to be good, a good weightlifter, you know, or, or even confident, right. Yeah. To jump in on the supplemental program. Absolutely not. This is an opportunity to learn. Um, and for, you know, for me to work with you, um, yeah. and, and get you better. And, um, you know, that's, that's, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. And, you know, one of the reasons for that is what coach Dave just touched on is our class programming is true CrossFit programming. And what we're looking for is variance. Mm -hmm. We're not looking to create, uh, any type of, especially long-term patterns. Um, we'll have short-term patterns. We'll definitely, you know, have squat programs and sure. things like that, that are four to eight weeks long. Um, but we're not looking for long-term patterns. What we're looking for is variance every day coming in, doing functional movements uh, at relative high intensity um, and varying those movements. So uh, if you are one that wants to rip on a barbell and that makes you happy, that's this is kind of what that's for, right? Yeah, like totally. You still love to get after the CrossFit thing, but, man, I want to rip on a barbell two, yeah. two more times a week or three more times a week and, uh, um, and even build strength, really. Yeah. That's a huge thing. If you want to build some strength, it's probably a good idea for you to do. Really good idea. And, you know, I hear people all the time like, gosh, you know, I've had this goal. I want to snatch 200 pounds. You know, I've had that goal for, for a year and a half, you know. And if, you know, I mean, how often do how, – how often would you say we snatch and do like really real snatch working class? I mean, yeah. we do it. Once every couple of weeks. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like real snatch work where we're really diving into, yeah. you know, the technique and the drills that we need to do to – be able to get to those goals. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if, if that's one of your goals, if you want to do that, you know, getting some time, um, you know, with that technique work a couple times a week is, will get you there or maybe once every two weeks won't. Right. So. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's just kind of the recap on, on those programs, uh, that coach Dave's heading up here at CFW. I have a couple more questions, though, that are kind of general questions uh, that have come up a lot in our um, coaches' discussions uh, and then a few times in some podcasts that I've been listening to. Um, and one of those is, what do I do if I'm late to class? <laughs> so I come in and I'm late to class. Uh, Coach Dave, what should I do? Um, well, first of all... Um, the number one rule as far as I'm concerned is that you still come to class, even though you're coming late. Right. I would much rather you have you come than, um, than think to yourself, Oh, I'm late. I gotta, I can't go now. Um, I think the first thing you do is you tell your coach, you don't try to, you know, sneak in and just kind of hop into whatever's going on. I think you walk in, you say, Hey coach, Will, gosh, sorry. I got stuck in traffic. I'm late. Um, what do you want me to do? Um, the coach will give you some way to get you warmed up so you can kind of move safely and then merge it into class, um, whenever appropriate. I don't know. My main thing though, is just like, get here. Those yeah. are the days we need to get here most, right? You're having a bad day. You got stuck in traffic. You're filled with road rage. Come, come get in the door. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, there's kind of a, a sweet spot there though. Like, Sure. 15 minutes, 20 minutes. You're starting to, I mean, you think about it, we have an hour class and we got to warm up. Um, you know, we have instruction time. We, we usually do a skill. You know, that's, you've missed a lot there if you're past sure. 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, might be better to wait to the next class. Not to say that, uh, again, it's, it, it's going to be dependent too on the workout 
uh, mm-hmm. in what we're doing. Uh, can the coach get you properly warmed up kind of on your own without supervising you and still supervising, you know, 10, 15, 20 athletes. Um, but overall, uh, yeah, most are people that everybody is late every once in a while. Most of the people that are late are probably within the first five minutes. So not a big deal. Yeah, that's no big deal at all. Yeah, I would say, yeah, go to the coach. Hey, I'm late. Coach is probably going to tell you, you know, go get on a piece of equipment for three minutes mm-hmm. so you get the blood flowing. And then most of our, you know, our warm-ups are on uh, the TV. So most athletes are going to be able to work through those, but the coach will obviously be working with you too to get through those things. Um, and, you know, so yeah, I guess should, in, in my head, I was thinking like, you know, somebody that's going to be like 15 minutes late, you're going to be, you know, 40 minutes late. <laughs> I would still say come and we'll figure something out for you, but it might not be the class workout. <laughs> yeah, it might be point. something else. Anyway, but, you know, I've had the rare occasion where somebody, you know, that happens and we give them some interval work on a bike or something where I get them sweaty. But, uh, but yeah, I was in my head, I was thinking somebody that's like 15 minutes late. Uh, one other thing, you know, we want to say is, we've kind of already rented, we already kind of said this, but don't be afraid to come. I mean, you're not going to get, uh, embarrassed, ridiculed, anything like that. You don't have to do penalty burpees. We're not doing like that's, that's BS. That's penalty burpees. BS. And a lot of that is we understand that. And we should all understand that you never know what someone's going through. Um, they might've been late cause they were in their car taking a really tough phone call. You have no clue what's going on. Um, they might've been late because I mean, people get anxious to go to the gym, especially if you're newer and they just were locked up. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get out. Couldn't get in the car. It's like, I don't, I want to go, but I don't want to go. So we understand, uh, things go on. We're not, you don't be afraid of that. Uh, so if you're late, you now know what to do, but don't be late. Uh, move on. Just kidding. Uh, Number six, the last one. So this kind of came on my mind today because we had heavy deadlifts this week. Mm. We had a lot of people kind of blown up. Mm-hmm. So Coach Dave, what is your number one overall recovery tip for just, you know, the general things that we run into here? You're going to be sore, um, mostly the soreness aspect of it. But sometimes, I mean, your CNS can be central nervous system can be jacked up for days after a heavy lift. Yeah. So what's the number one thing that we can focus on? I just put, there's many things here, but what do you think there's your number one thing is? Very timely question. I've had this conversation with at least four people in the gym in the last, like, I don't know, 36 hours. For me, the like folks that, well, I guess it's two things. Like if there's one day that blows you up, I feel like that's different than someone that's chronically having trouble recovering from workouts and like kind of chronic CMS. Oh, Hunter's ripping something apart. Right yeah, now, he's getting he? something. Yeah, so if it's, um, I think if it's a pattern for you that you're not recovering, right. If you're walking around feeling crummy all the time, if you know, you can't manage your soreness, um, that is uh, that might be a different issue than uh, you know just the one rep max deadlift that blows you up. And for those, for a lot of those people, I think the first thing that I always look at is uh, how they're eating, nutrition. Um, I think so many people are under eating for how much they're training. 
Um, and maybe that's just the cohort that I'm dealing with. But, um, you know, if you're not, if you're not eating enough of the good stuff, mm-hmm. it, you're not going to recover. And the other thing that we have less control over sometimes, especially if we have kids, is sleep. If you're, <laughs> if you're, if you've got, um, if you're not sleeping, um, you're not going to recover, um, no matter what. Um, you know, like I said, the sleep thing, especially for me, I got little kids. We have less less control over that, um, and and oftentimes for me, that just means like if uh, you know Ben kept me up all night because he's got a fever, I might have to restructure you know what I'm doing that day uh, when I come into terrain. Um, yeah, so that I don't don't push it too hard. Well, you got you- me thinking of a few things there. Number one on the sleep thing, I really recommend people track their sleep in some way Mm -hmm. and you know there's so many good devices out there now that uh, you can wear that tracks your heart rate um, heart rate variability and um, yeah can actually tell you what stages of sleep you're in throughout the night how much of of that you're getting like your REM sleep your deep sleep your light sleep um, your disturbances things like that it's an eye-opener when you actually track your sleep and you see what's going on. I wear the whoop watch and I had no idea how many disturbances I'm getting. I get an average of eight disturbances a night. And there's nights where I'll get 14 or 15. And I, I think I'm getting like, I'm in bed for sometimes eight, nine hours, but I'm only actually sleeping like six and a half hours. Yeah. It's insane. Um, and there's lots of reasons for that. And there's little strategies to help you with that. So, so that's an interesting question. So what do you do for that? Like how, like yeah. me, for instance, I don't think a night goes by where I'm not woken up five times by a kid. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So how do you like, well, how, like how, how do I get back to bed? How do you get, or how do you manage that, that interruption? Like how do you get better sleep when it's, when the interruptions are out of your control? Yeah, that's it's, I don't have a good answer. That's tough. That's hard, right? If it's really hard. My rule though, and I learned this from someone a while ago, is if I get back into bed and I cannot get to sleep within about 20 to 30 minutes, I've got to get up and do something like productive. And what I mean productive is just, I just usually just read. Yeah. Read a book. Usually about 20 minutes of reading a book, 30 minutes of reading a book, I'm going to get tired again and I'm going to be back out. Um, Stay off your electronics, though, if you're oh, doing yeah. that. You've got to. I, I was going to say, one of the things that I try to do when I get woken up is I try to not turn on lights. Yeah, lights great are, idea. Yeah, I try to take care of the kids in the dark mm-hmm. or, you know, go to the bathroom without turning on the lights or yep. whatever you need to do. Because if I turn on lights, I'm up longer. If I yep. don't turn on lights, I can fall back to sleep faster. Um, dang it, I had something else in my head. Um, I've gotten those blue light glasses before, too. Glasses? blue light glasses it illuminates like the blue light if like if you're someone that gets like from your phone is that what you mean from your phone or from just i mean any device your laptop your tv all that yeah yeah yeah. it it does a good job at night too um other things dang it i'm forgetting uh but generally if if you're getting a lot of disturbances too here's a here's a good i've actually had a little bit of education on this listening to a podcast lately, um, naps, Mm. 
So if you get a crappy night's sleep, um, especially if you can track this and you know that uh, you're behind in your sleep, whatever that is for you. Yeah. Um, naps are, are very, very useful. Cognitively, they're very, very useful. Uh, you will recharge your brain. I know what I was going to say. Get back to that. You will recharge your brain and you will be able to operate better. Um, you think there's an optimal time frame for naps? Yes, there actually is. Uh, Four hours? No, it's actually, if you, so, at least dog is eating something. The science of sleeping um, kind of tells us that a normal sleep cycle is about an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. You're going to get a little bit of every stage of sleep. You're going to get light sleep. You're going to get uh, a REM sleep, deep sleep, and a couple other cycles in there. That, an hour and a half, you will actually get some recovery sleep there. For an athlete, an hour and a half is really good. Now, let's say, um, and what I mean by an athlete, I mean like maybe a competitive athlete, mm -hmm. for a competitive athlete that's training four or five hours a day or something like that. If you are... Gym noise. If you need a nap because you need to go to work and be productive, uh, or you need to be productive doing something, right, at home or something like that, uh, a short nap is fine cognitively you'll re kind of reset yourself right mm -hmm. 20 30 minutes is fine um so naps are very actually useful uh for people also the other thing i was going to say is um having some quiet time if you meditate great uh some people call it kind of awareness time where they're just sitting in quiet like if you get disturbed at night and you can't get back to sleep try to do a little bit of downtime instead of like spinning in bed go find a really quiet place in 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 the house and and uh breathe breathing nasal breathing Just four seconds breathe. in four seconds out uh there is a lot of good science out there about breathing that uh if you can focus on good deep nasal breathing before you go to sleep or if you're trying to prime yourself to go to sleep your body is going to get the signal that that's what you want it to do. Um, and obviously there's other things. This could be a whole podcast, but it, if you're getting disturbances and waking up because you're stimulating your body all day with caffeine and energy mm -hmm. drinks and coffee and other things, you got to stop doing that. Don't you dare take my coffee just, from me, Will Brinza. You got to back off of it. It's my last thing. You got to back off. Not it. giving off my coffee. Nothing afternoon. Nothing afternoon. That's a good point. Oh, you mentioned nutrition too. So nutrition is a great point. Also, you know, a lot of the foods we're putting into our body is causing inflammation. It's just mm -hmm. the way it is. For sure. I mean, it's the basics of how much, you know. I mean, omega that's really step number one. Right? Absolutely. Cleaning stuff up. Cleaning stuff up. Cleaning up your diet and all the omega-6s and processed foods we're putting in our body is creating uh, inflammation. So uh, educating yourself on foods, uh that are inflaming your body would be a good step for you. But in, I mean, really you can keep it simple. Eat good whole foods, eat real food. Just if it's not it. perishable, you shouldn't be eating it. If, you if know, it has an ingredient list, find something else. You got, you got, a, you got an issue. Yeah. Um, so, and I get it. Sometimes it can be quotes hard, but it's, it's not that hard. It really isn't. You eat vegetables, fruit and meat. Well, it's just different patterns, right? Yeah. You get it, you, we all fall into habits, and whatever we're doing becomes comfortable. Hunter, when you get used to eating real food, 
that becomes your habit. Becomes your habit, and it's not hard. Anymore. Twenty-one days. <laughs> That's all you need. Twenty-one days. So, I was supposed to give one tip, but they broke the rules and gave two tips. But sorry, sleep, nutrition. Those are probably your two main things right there, right? Um, and after that, you can just get after it. Okay, so in a recap, we went over the, the CFW Compete. If you want to use CrossFit as a sport or you want to use um, uh, CrossFit as a way to prepare yourself for some type of competition or something like that, that's... Or if you need a little more volume, you feel like volume, you need a little more. Things like that. That's what we're... That's what we're after there. The, uh, hey. There's a dog on the hill. No. Uh, here, let's zap up. Uh, and then your Oli programs. Come you're lift. looking for uh, ripping on a barbell a little bit more, two, three days a week. That's for you. You want to work on uh, getting towards a goal of a clean, uh, clean and jerk or a snatch. Um, working on your technique. If you want to be exclusively an Olympic lifter, we have that too. Five-day-a-week Olympic lifting program uh, that will be launching too next week. Uh, let's see. And then we talked about what you do late for class, and we talked about recovery. And we have 30 seconds left. Dave, do you have anything else? I got nothing. All right. Check out Dr. K. Thank you, Dr. K, for helping us out with sponsorship. Um, tidbit in the, in the introduction. And we hope to see you here at CrossFit Wilsonville. Later. Late. Peace.